This is Kyle Juszczyk, and you're listening to Nothing But Niners. This is Charles Haley. You're listening to Nothing But Niners. So now they've got to start from deep in their end of the field, and Garrison Hurst takes advantage of it. He takes the handle, takes to his right, gets to the 20. He's at the 30. Nathan caught in. He comes back up the right sideline. Breaks the third tackle. Comes down to the 30. He's out of the 20. He's out of the 10. He's out of the 5. He's out of the Faithfuls, it's your boy Mike from the Nothing But Niners crew, and guys, we are back to bring you a fun-filled episode filled with surprises, prizes, and giveaways, and everything in between. We're going to be covering the latest 49ers news. We're going to be covering everything leading into this final preseason game. Plus, we have more shows coming to you guys throughout the week. Before we get to all that, I have to run through these formalities, guys. Let's go. Let's have a fun, fun show. You're going to see scrolling across the bottom frequently throughout tonight's episode the hit the button that says like. Hit the button that says subscribe and then turn on your notifications so you know exactly when we are going live. This show is much, much later than any other show we have probably ever brought to you live if it wasn't an overreaction show. So welcome, people. Welcome to the club, all right? Give us a follow on some of our social media pages, all right? We have Facebook and Twitch. Those handles are nothing but Niners. That is spelled all the way out. No numbers in there anywhere. Nothing but Niners spelled all the way out. Give us a follow on another couple of uh, social media platforms, Snapchat, Instagram, and Twitter. Those handles are nothing but nine. That's the number nine. Nothing but nine. E-R-R. S, okay, head on over there, give us a follow. And last but certainly not least, and when I say not least, guys, I really, really mean this. I'm talking bonus content. I'm talking bonus giveaways. I'm talking jersey giveaways, apparel giveaways, ticket giveaways, all happening over on the Patreon page, guys. Patreon.com slash NB9ERS. Get on over there. We got three different tiers to you guys, all right? We got the $5 tier, the $10 tier, and the $20 tier. And the more you subscribe, the more likely you are to win a prize. Plus, we have stuff for all three sections. So don't worry. You, we don't discriminate at all. But you got to get on over there. And you have to be a member of the Patreon community, okay? We call you Patreonians over there. Patreon.com slash NB9ERS. I am your host with the most. I am Mike Andrews, 83. Make sure you guys get there, all right? And Ali is in the building. He says, click, click, boom. My brother, mi familia. That is my guy, Ali. 
All right, guys, I had to go on mute really quick. I had to yell. I had to yell, man. You know what I'm saying? Look, look, look. He says it's X. It's Twitter to me. I'm sorry. I'm old school, man. I can't change, man. I can't say follow me on X. That sounds like some. You guys thought that when I told you I had an OnlyFans page, it was like nothing but Niners after dark. Imagine me asking you to follow me on X. Imagine me asking you to follow on X. Y'all would say, yo, Mike, you tripping. Y'all would say, Mike, you tripping. I got my glass of water here from my beautiful wife. I appreciate it. Ugh, I hate drinking off of metal. I don't know where the lid is, but it's all good. All right, guys. So we got to talk about a couple of things here. All right. We're going to start with the latest 49ers news, notes, and nuggets. And the first one here that I want to discuss is simple. Where the heck is Nick Bosa? Now, someone told me that Nick Bosa was in New York based off of his Instagram page. They said that Nick Bosa was in New York. Um, he posted a picture of the buildings. And then I see the Twitter investigators go crazy. They Google who his agent is. And they look up the location of his agent. And his agent is indeed in New York. And they say, oh. That's where he is. He must be signing a contract. That's what they told me. They said Nick Bosa has to be signing a contract in New York, and that's why he posted this picture. Everyone must be happy. My brain doesn't quite work the same way, though. My brain doesn't quite work the same way. I got to be honest with you guys. Now, I'm not saying that Nick Bosa didn't sign a deal with the 49ers. I am not saying that Nick Bosa isn't in New York to sign a deal for the 49ers. All I'm saying is I don't know if that's exactly what happened. Well, Mike, what do you think happened? I'm glad you asked. I'm going to share that with you right now. So Nick Bosa could be in New York for business purposes. I believe he is in New York for business purposes. But what if those business purposes aren't what you think? What if, just hear me out, what if Nick Bosa is out there because maybe, just maybe, somebody else is interested in him? Robert Sala, New York Jets, in New York. Robert Sala knows just how good Nick Bosa is. Robert Sala would want to pay top dollar for Nick Bosa. Right? Right or wrong? I'm not arguing with anybody. I'm just asking a very basic question. Would Robert Sala want to pay top dollar for Nick Bosa? Would he? I think so. I think so. They just got Quinnen Williams over there. He's locked up. But there's the, this take. There's this idea that they can't quite afford Nick Bosa. I don't know how true it is. I'm not a capologist. I've actually seen that title in people's names before. 
right? Like capologists. I'm not that person. I've seen people say that the Jets have anywhere between four and $7 million in cap space. I've seen people say that the Jets have even more than that. I've seen people say the Jets have less than that. I have no idea what the Jets actually have in cap space. I'm going to just play the middle field and say it's $5 million. Is $5 million enough to secure the highest paid defensive player in the NFL? Probably not. I don't think so. I don't think so. To be honest with you guys, I don't think so. So who could it be, Mike? If he's not there to sign a deal with the San Francisco 49ers from his agent, who could he be there for? And so I start digging. And I start looking for a team that wants to shake shit up. I start looking for a team that has draft picks. I start looking for a team that has salary cap. I start looking for a team that wants to win now. And all of a sudden, I find the answer. And I tweeted it. I tweeted it. You guys can see it right there on the screen. What does that say? They're coming. Got Nick Bosa. Here's a tweet. The Browns have restructured the contract of defensive end Miles Garrett, Miles Garrett, creating 12.86 in 2023 cap space per source. Cleveland now has close to 34 million in cap space. Easily, easily the most in the NFL. This is as of August 21st. This is recent. This is new. They're coming. They got Nick Bosa. This is very, very recent. Now they're saying, doesn't Cleveland have Clowney? Come on. Clowney's a clown. He's not good, guys. When's the last time Jadavion Clowney was really good? When's the last time anyone respected a team that got Jadavion Clowney? When's the last time you feared Jadavion Clowney? You settle for Jadavion, but you pay to get Nick. They said, Clowney signed with Baltimore. Tell him something again, Steve. Tell him something again. Come on. Huh? He's with, he's with the Ravens. Don't nobody respect that. Nobody respects that. Now, what could the Browns give the 49ers to get Nick Bosa? I don't know. I don't know. If you were the 49ers faithful, just hear me out. Just hear me out. If you were the 49ers, would you trade Nick Bosa and Trey Lance for Deshaun Watson? Yes, I know. I know. E-Man, come on and give it to me. I know I'm reaching with this take. Absolutely. Absolutely. I, I'm 100% reaching. I don't think this is happening. I don't think the Niners are looking to move on from Nick Bosa. I don't. I don't. I don't. But Deshaun Watson is a year removed from his suspension. He's back. He's playing in preseason. 
all the negative and the smoke and you know the hate from him being in the league still it's kind of gone it's kind of gone if you go and just start winning you're okay but what if the niners what if the niners were back in on Deshaun Watson well mike what do you need what do you mean by back in i'll tell you what i mean by back in i'll tell you what i mean by back in I think Houston said, hey, we're taking offers for Deshaun Watson. And their phone started blowing up. And yes, yes, Watson's contract is fully guaranteed. So what? Hear me out. I think Houston said, yeah, we're taking offers for Deshaun Watson. And their phone started ringing. And they didn't expect so many teams to be calling for Deshaun Watson. Just hear me out. Just stay with me here. Well, guys, we didn't really want to get rid of him. Let's tell everybody we're asking for two first-round picks. And all of a sudden, you got two first-round picks from every team in the NFL. You got a current first-round pick. You got a future pick. And then a couple of teams jump in and say, hey, we got two first-round picks from the same year. It's like, guys, what do we do? What do we do? How do we? How do we? We didn't really want to trade him. All right, well, we'll give you two first-round picks and a future first-round pick and more. It's like, guys. Listen, I know this started as a bluff, but these offers are looking really good. They're looking really, really good. What are we supposed to do now? And so the 49ers say, hey, we'll put together a package for you. We'll give you this year's first, next year's first, and the year after that. That's three first-round picks, plus we got a fourth and a fifth for you. Cleveland says, God damn, that, that's, a, that's a really good offer. Damn. Like, that's a really, really good offer. We, we should absolutely take that. Why wouldn't we accept that kind of trade? Like, this, is, this is incredible. And they say, okay, Niners, listen. Gentlemen's agreement. If we don't get an offer better than that, We'll take it. Right? And so now the Cleveland Browns have a floor. Now they have a floor because the Niners are willing to offer 2022, 2023, and 2024. Right? And future picks. But then all of a sudden, the phone rings and and Cleveland's on the phone, and they're talking to Houston. And Houston says, hey, the Niners already offered three first-round picks in consecutive years. And Cleveland says, yeah, but listen, we're really, really bad. So in addition to those three first-round picks, we're going to offer you a 2023 third-rounder, a 2024 fourth-rounder. Now what? We'll take care of the contract information. Don't don't worry about the contract. And they were like, yeah, but you guys aren't going to be able to work out a deal. And then Cleveland says, fine. Maybe we won't be able to work out a deal. But you guys can put into the clause, you accept this trade as long as him and his agent also accept it, which means deal pending. And they say, okay, fine. And they get together and they work out the paperwork and boom. 
they were they work out a deal. And now the Niners all along were sitting at 12, but they weren't as bad as Cleveland. They weren't quite as bad as Cleveland. And the Niners, well, they're in win now mode, right? We've been only we've only been hearing this since we drafted Trey Lance, right? Why why do you trade up and get Trey Lance if you're not going to play him right now? Well, because we're in win now mode. That's what that's who we are. That's what the 49ers do. Okay. Okay. Which means that we're probably going to continue to have a better record than the Cleveland Browns. So all those draft picks are worth significantly more than whatever the 49ers were going to offer us. Boom. Houston accepts the trade from Cleveland. They push it through. Five picks go for one player. Five. Three firsts, two mids, choop, choop, plus a new contract, fully guaranteed, as mentioned by our guy, TC12I. He said, somebody put Mike to bed. All right, just hear me out. Just, just hear me out. Just hear me out. So now the 49ers say, well, we were willing to give up all this capital. What if we just trade up to the top five picks? What if we trade up to the top three picks and get the third best quarterback in this year's draft? Let's just see who's here. Now, they have their eyes set, their heart set on a guy that's now in New England and Mac Jones. What if we can get someone a little bit better? Someone a little bit more raw. And they 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 go all in. They still use those three first round picks that they were willing to trade for Deshaun Watson. And and they only use three of them to move up with the Miami Dolphins. And they get the third overall pick. And they settle on Trey Lance. Now, fast forward, that's where we are. We're kind of stuck. But what if? What if now? It's like, well, damn, Cleveland's got the money. Cleveland's got the picks. What if the Browns are all of a sudden in on Nick Bosa? What if the Browns are all of a sudden saying, quarterback, we want it. It'll be successful. We don't care about we, we, don't, we don't care about draft picks. We're in win-now mode. Right? Well, let me, let me just tell you guys something, okay? They don't have a first-round pick. Let's be clear here. They do not have a first-round pick in 2024. I, I just read you guys the compensation that went for Deshaun Watson. But they have their own second. They have their own third. They have their own fifth. They have a fifth from Carolina. They have a sixth from the Texans. They have a sixth from the Ravens. They have their own seventh. And they have a seventh acquired from the Falcons. Why would those picks mean anything to the San Francisco 49ers? Why would those picks be enough for anything from the San Francisco 49ers? Well, Mike, just those picks alone would not be enough. Not for Nick Bosa. You got to get some future first in there. Got to get some future seconds. Right? Like, that's that's how it works. That's how it works. We're not just giving that up for, not for Nick Bosa. 
you're telling me that the highest pick we're going to get is a second-round pick? Sorry. Sorry. That doesn't work for us. And I respect that. I completely respect that. Right? But what about going forward? What about the future? What would the Cleveland Browns do? What would they do to secure a guy? Just tell me. What would they do? I don't know. I don't know. Would they break the bank for Deshaun Watson, who they think is one of the best quarterbacks in the NFL, and Nick Bosa, who they think, if they were to pull off this kind of trade, it's one of the best defensive players in the NFL. Going to sell a lot of tickets. Going to put some butts in seats. And you're going to get that fan base really, really excited. And you can clearly afford all of them. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. What if that's what's happening? Think on it. Don't argue yet. Just think on it. All right. Why you guys think about it, I'm going to stop the screen share. I want to do a giveaway. We're about 22 minutes in on this episode. All right? It's giveaway time, guys. No more no more cigars for Mike. It's giveaway time. Sound the alarm. Somebody out there, sound the alarm. It's time for giveaways, okay? Where's the alarm? Where's the alarm? Here it is. Oh. Oh, yeah. It's alarm time, baby. One more time. Come on. Let's go, baby. It's alarm time. It's time for a giveaway. All right, guys. Listen. And listen closely. We have two tickets to paradise. Paradise being... 49ers versus Chargers game. All right. I'm going to give them away right now. Right now. If you and someone you know are interested in going to the 49ers Friday game against the Los Angeles Chargers, this is the time that you can get two free tickets. First rule is this. You must be active and live right now. This is not for rewatch. If you guys are back and you're rewatching this, I'm sorry. There's no need to put anything in the comments after the show is over. This is for live commentary only, okay? Second rule is this. You must be able to attend the game. Don't put your name in for this. If you think maybe you got a slight chance or possibility of maybe happening to be able to possibly, none of that. I can go. And I got someone else to go with me. That's what I need. I need you plus one to be able to attend this game. All right. Third thing you got to be able to do, and this is the last thing. This is it. I promise you guys, this is it. It gets no harder than this. All I need you to do right now is type in this code word into the chat. All right. This is it. I need you to type in just this code word 
into the chat and I will type your name into the wheel. And if it selects you, you win two tickets to paradise. Friday. Friday's game. All right. 49ers versus the Chargers, courtesy of us here and nothing but the Niners. All right. Two tickets to paradise, baby. August 25th. Here's the code word. You ready? Listen carefully. Hey, Gucci. I don't think we're trading Bosa. Just wanted to drop that in your ear. The code word for you guys is this. I'm going to type it into the chat. I'm going to type it into the chat. Code word is NB9ers. Boom. If you type in NB9ers into the chat right now, I will put your name on the spinning wheel and you will have the opportunity to go to this game. Two tickets. All right. Now is the time. I will give you guys. Look, look, look at the great one. The hell are you doing on so late, Mike? Hey, man. Hey. I'm on late because I want to do a giveaway for my people on the West Coast. I'm not creating drama. Jamie, Ravi, I see y'all. I see y'all. Come on now. Keep those, keep, keep those comments coming. I don't need a super chat or anything. No tacos for life. I see y'all. Come on. Come on, keep it coming. Keep it coming, guys. All right, I'm going to give you guys 10 minutes to type this in. Code word NB9ERS or NB9ers. If you spell it wrong, it's okay. I will still put you in. Don't worry. Because, you know, Jamie didn't quite follow the code rule, code, code word rules, but it's okay. He put the, he spelled out Niners. It's okay. I got you. Don't worry, Jamie, I got you. Code word, NB9ers. Type it into the chat. You guys have 10 minutes. I will put you in. I'm adding them. I'm adding them right now. The wheel is filling up. All right. No Tacos, No Life is a funny-ass name. No Tacos, No Life. Come on. We're going to keep this thing going here, okay? Let me see who else we have here. Yusuf El Bebe. See y'all. Keep them coming, guys. Keep typing that code word. Ali, you almost tricked me out. I almost threw you in there. You didn't follow the rules. I see you, Troy. What's up, baby? Come on. If you guys want in, you got to type it in there. You got to type in NB9ERS. Come on, guys. Okay. 
He said, shit, I was about to go to sleep. Well, great one. All you got to do is type it in right now. Type it in right now, man. You don't have to wait. You don't have to wait. And by the way, I see him asking, is it in San Francisco or San Diego? It's in San Francisco. It's in Santa Clara. I was going to say neither to be a smart ass, but I don't want to confuse anybody. This is a home game for the 49ers. Friday, not Saturday, not Sunday, Friday, not Thursday, not Saturday, not Sunday, Friday. Two tickets. You and someone you know must be able to attend. It is in Santa Clara. All right. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. I see people saying I got work. Sorry, if I if I lived out there, fuck work. I I got a sick day. Matt Flores says, never mind. He's taking his name out the hat. Thought it was in L.A. I'm sorry, buddy. I am sorry. Come on. Come on. I see y'all. I see y'all in here. Nobody out there thinks that Nick Bosa could possibly get traded. Peachy said, they told me I was crazy last night when I said that on NGN Talk. I'm not saying that he's going to the Browns. I'm saying that it's possible my man could get traded. I'm just saying. And I think it would be a huge mistake for the franchise. I remember when they moved on from Charles. Never mind. Let me not, No, fuck it. I'll say it. I remember when they moved on from Charles Haley. Not a good idea. Bad, bad, bad idea. Okay? But they did that shit. Not saying I would have done it, but they did that shit. Okay. Now, in my opinion, should the Niners do that? Absolutely not. Absolutely not. Where my girl at? Let me let me get my girl to tell you how bad of an idea that is. Where's she at? Hold on. I'm gonna find her. Bad, bad, bad idea. Y'all, did y'all ever see the video with Shorty who had the uh she put the glue in her hair? Y'all y'all ever see that video? Shorty put the she she sprayed her hair with the gorilla glue spray, and uh, she uh, oh my god, she put the gorilla glue spray in her hair, and uh, people thought she was <laughs> her hair wouldn't move. Did y'all ever see that video? <laughs> she put the so she was going out to the club one night. And decided, you know, she didn't have any hair spray to keep her hair in place. They usually use like spritz or something like that. So she used Gorilla Glue spray and her hair was stuck for a month. That shit wouldn't move. Bro, she shampooed her shit. She just rubbed it in. She sprayed it off. It just ran right off her hair. It didn't go nowhere. She told y'all how bad of an idea it was. I, I think that trading Nick Bosa is just as bad of an idea as putting Gorilla Glue spray in your hair. <laughs> Bad, bad idea. Yo, look. <laughs> it is a bad idea to trade him. But I know the Niners are desperate. I know the Niners are desperate. Now, see, Great One says... I've been typed it. I don't see it. Where is it, great one? 
I'm looking, bro. You ain't type it. I'm looking. I'm looking. Y'all better type it. Y'all got a few more minutes left. I am officially going to click each one that I see that has has it written in here, okay? There's the alarms. Anybody, anybody who typed in NB9 ERS or a variation of it, I will click now. I'm even going to show Ali, even though I know he was saying I love NB9ers. Jamie is in. Ravi is in. No Tacos, No Life is in. Yusuf is in. Ali, not in unless he retypes it. Okay, it's 135. You guys got like two more minutes to type it in, okay? You got two more minutes. I'm looking for a great one. I don't see it. Ryan's asking if I'll be at the Steelers game. Yes, I will be. I see Let's Go Niners. Does not count. That is not NB Niners. All right, Sandy is officially in. Unless I see Sandy say they didn't mean that. So, Sandy. Sandy Seffers is in. Sandy Seffers is in. Let me keep going here. It's not a lot of participants. You guys got a good shot at winning this. Crazy C, I see you, man. I see you. Gucci man says, can I give them away if I win? Someone, no, you have to be able to go. I, I prefer you guys not to transfer it because if we don't show up, it looks bad. So these are purchase tickets, and I need you guys to go. To go, All right? Gorilla Glue Girl. Bad, bad, bad idea. Bad, bad idea. Yo, look. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, man. Come on, guys. I'm looking. So far, those are the only participants. Uh-oh, uh-oh. Tony Escobar. Tony Escobar has entered. All right, the list is growing. One, two, three, four, five, six. All right, I'm liking this. 15% chance of making this. 15% chance of making it. All right, guess what, guys? I said this at, let me see, let me see, let me see. I said this at 124. The time is over. 136, the last time we are taking entries. Anybody after 136 will not make it. All right, here we go. It's time. It is time to spin the wheel. All right. Here we go. Code word NB9ers. Where's the wheel? Here we go. Let's do this giveaway, baby. Can you guys see that? Oh, there it is. Ladies and gentlemen, you have one, two, three, four, five, six participants you have a 15 percent chance at winning this there it is shared to your screen okay all right here we go countdown five four three two one spin and the winner is two tickets to paradise Yusuf L. Bebe. Hey. Yusuf, congratulations, my man. You just won two tickets 
to the 49ers versus Chargers final preseason game of the 2023 season. And here's the coolest part of that, right? A lot of people were thinking that the Niners weren't going to go out with the starters. Kyle said, no, 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 damn all that. The starters will play in this game. Troy, now Troy, see, now this is what I mean right here. Troy, I put them all up there. Your name did not appear anywhere in here where you said NB Niners. Now I'm looking back. I'm scrolling because I don't want to cheat anybody. I don't want to cheat anybody. Does anybody see Troy see, saying that in the chat? It's not here. I'm looking. I'm still scrolling. I'm at 129. Troy says, I know you see me, my brother Mike. I see that one. I see click, click, boom. I see Friday. I'm still looking. Now, I said it at 124. You posted the word Friday at 127. I don't see it, Troy. <clears throat> I'm sorry, brother. I don't see you saying the code word NB9ERS. But Troy, you know I love you, man. You know I got nothing but love for you, bro. I put it right when you said the code. I don't, did I miss it? Let me see. I'm still going back. Now, I went to 124 because that's when I said it. Troy, 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 Troy. Bro, I'm back to 118. I could do a screen share of my current screen. I, I don't see it, brother. It's not here. Did somebody block Troy's message? 121. 124. This is it. They won't trade Brosa. You won't hear the end from Ann Killian. Silent Hill alarm. I don't, I, Troy, brother. I don't know. I, I don't know where that message is. It did not show up on my screen. The first message I got from you is at 127. And then another one at 127 that says click, click, boom. I'm sorry, man. All right, guys. So congratulations to Yusuf. Yusuf, here's what you got to do now, man. Here's what you got to do, Yusuf. Call the number and confirm it's you. All right? Because here's what's going to happen. If I told you to send me an email, people are going to send me an email and say, hey, hey, I'm Yusuf. It's happened before. Right? So I did gift card giveaways on our show. And when I did the gift card giveaways, people said, oh, I won the gift card. And I sent mad people money that weren't the real person. And you know what I did? Instead of canceling the transactions or anything like that, this is what I said. I said, you know what? If you got to steal $25, $50, gift cards, you really need it. I didn't cancel a single one of them. But for the people that contacted me afterwards and said, hey, that was supposed to be my money, I gave it to them. I gave it to them. People stole from me. And it's okay. It is okay. Don't tell anybody they're wrong for that. Some people are just more hard up than other people. And I get it. I get it. It's okay. It's okay. And I don't want anybody calling my man Troy out. It's all good. I'm only going based off of what I see. I'm only going based off of what I see. All right. So it's all good. It's all good. 
Troy is not a sore, a sore loser or anything like that. Yusuf, call this number, man. We need to confirm it's you. All right. I got my phone on me right here. I need you to call in, Yusuf. Call the number. Confirm it's you. Just dial the number. Come on. Once I get confirmation it's you, I will text you the directions so you are good to go. All right. Phone's right here in my hand. Call in 628-270-2495. All right. Just let it ring. Let it ring. We don't have to discuss anything on the air. Just let the phone ring and then hang up. Okay. Oh, oh, oh. Is that my man Yusuf right there? Where'd it go? Something popped up on my phone. Oh, there it is. There it is. Hello? Is this Yusuf? Sure is. All right, my man Yusuf. 415 area code. Listen, man, that's all I'm going to say. I will text you from here on out, okay? All right, thank you very much. All right, congratulations, man. I hope you enjoy the game on Friday. Hey, who, who are you taking with you? That sounds beautiful, man. All right. I'll talk to you soon. All right. Be look be on the lookout for some text messages. All right. There we go, ladies and gentlemen. We got my man Yusuf. That's what I'm talking about, man. I like that, man. Let's give my man Yusuf a round of applause. Oh, a successful giveaway here on Nothing But Niners. Let's go, man. Hmm. Hmm. All right, now let's get to the let's get to the meat and potatoes of the show, guys. All right, now I know I teased you guys with the whole oh Nick Bosa possibly being traded and all of that, right? Nick Bosa's not going anywhere. They will find a way to secure Nick Bosa. They will find a way to extend him. Nick Bosa will be the highest paid defensive player in the NFL. I fully believe that. Here's the problem. This is exactly where we run into problems. He's not in camp. He's not participating in preseason. He's not participating in team drills. And Nick Bosa's body is tightly wound. And I'm not saying that he's not flexible. I'm not saying that he's not durable. I'm saying that his body today is not in football shape. I believe he is going to be in tip-top, pristine shape. I fully believe that. 0% body fat, all muscle. But as of today, right now, Nick Bosa will be on the field week one, and I am willing to bet you guys another ticket to the game that Nick Bosa will not get through four weeks of football without some sort of muscle pull or tear. When these guys hold out like that, it just doesn't seem seem to work out for them. It doesn't. It doesn't. Not saying he's going to be a liability in week one or two, but he won't get through the first month. 
When these guys hold out like that, their bodies are like, what the heck are you doing to me? You have to ramp up to the ability to play football. No matter how good of an athlete you are naturally, no matter how much you work out, there is something about the collision and the push and pull that is football that does not bode well for bodies and cannot be simulated in any other way other than playing football. Now I hope it's only a game or two. Let me be very clear. I, I hope it's zero games. Let me let me let me even be more clear than what I want to be. I hope it's zero games, and I and I pray that I am dead wrong. I'm praying to whatever deity you believe in. I am putting whatever positive vibes into the universe that should be out there. However, this doesn't bode well for football players, guys. This just doesn't go well for football players in the long term. There is something about football calluses that have to be developed in the offseason in order to ensure a long tenure on the field. And I'm worried about it. I'm worried about it. I'm worried about it. I'm being completely honest with you guys. Now I hope I'm wrong. And I will be the happiest person when I am proven wrong. But as of this very moment, right now, with Nick Bosa not reporting to camp, I am terrified. I am terrified. I have heard nothing but negative things concerning the 49ers pass rush. I have seen nothing but negative things concerning the 49ers pass rush through two preseason games. Nothing but negativity. Yeah, I know Cleveland Farrell got the sack. It was a cover sack. I know. Last game, I went back and watched, dissected some film, and I saw Javon Hargrave almost get a sack. But he didn't. He didn't. And if he wasn't held by his collar, maybe he would have, but he didn't. And even if he did, that would have been one other sack other than Cleland Farrell by the starting unit minus Nick Bosa. It's not enough. It's not enough. It's not enough. I am personally concerned about the pass rush of this defensive line. I saw some new blitzes, though. Oh, wait. I saw some new blitzes, though. And I started thinking to myself. I started, I, I'm, I'm going to be completely, I'm going to be transparent with you guys. There's not a lot of new takes to share or go over with you guys. L let's call this a, a podcast of transparency. Okay? The Transparency Podcast, the Looking Ahead Podcast. We're going to talk about what Mike expects to see going forward with this team. Through two weeks of preseason, through the all the off-season exercises and everything. We're going to have a, a moment of transparency, a moment of intimacy, if you will. Just listen to me. Just listen to me. I watched how Dan Snyder was hired, our, our special teams coordinator. I'm going to get back to that. Didn't like the process, but that's neither here nor there. I'm going to come back to that. I am watching what is happening and transpiring with Nick Bosa, the, the number one, maybe number two defensive end in the entire NFL. I'm not happy about it. Expected a lot of this. Even expected up till last night. 
even expected up to last night, but not happy about it. I wish that we could have, you know, overcome what I was expecting. And I watched the entire hiring process of our new defensive coordinator. Now, the 49ers had to know that D'Amico Ryans was a top-tier candidate for a head coaching position. Don't take my word for it. Take D'Amico's. Take Shanahan's. Take John Lynch's word for it. They had to know he was a top-tier head coaching candidate. And you know how they knew? Because he turned down the Vikings job the year before. They, they wanted, they, they, he was right there. He went in for an interview. They wanted to bring him back for a second interview. He said, no, 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 I'm good. I'm good. Crazy CSA within four games. But I'll come back to that. They knew. They knew last year, last offseason, that it was a possibility D'Amico could be given an offer that he couldn't refuse. They chanced it. It's cool. D'Amico turned down the second interview with the Minnesota Vikings. He said, I'm going to ride with you guys one more time. We got some unfinished business. He took his second year as the San Francisco 49ers defensive coordinator, number one defense in the NFL. Didn't quite get it done. D'Amico planned for shootouts. He planned for blowouts by the 49ers. He planned for a bad game here or there but he had his team ready in the postseason. The one thing he could not account for was the 49ers not having a quarterback in the postseason. So one thing he couldn't account for, none of us, none of us saw that coming. I won't hold that against him. I won't hold that against Kyle. I won't hold that against anybody. That was a freak accident that has happened once since I've been watching football. It was so freak, in fact, that the, the league made a new rule. Hey, you can keep a third quarterback just in case some crazy shit happens. The league made a new rule, and they contacted Kyle just two days ago. They said, hey, here's a memo. You have to declare who your third emergency quarterback is. There's no, oh, two backups are active on game day. No, which one of these guys is the emergency guy? Don't tell me that both of them are QB2. There's no or on the depth chart. Which one is the backup and which one is the third guy? That's important. We'll discuss that another time. But they did that. No, this is not a call-in show tonight. But the league contacted Kyle and the rest of the team and told, sent the memo out. You got to let us know who is the backup guy. Got to let us know who the third emergency guy is. Won't count against your roster, but you got to have him. They changed the rule. So I won't hold that against the 49ers at all. Won't hold that against Kyle, John, D'Amico, none of them. So D'Amico goes, and he gets hired. Now, he had an extra year to prepare for this. And so they go out and they hire Steve Wilkes. And I say, okay, cool. Let me do some research on this guy. And I came in here and I told y'all that this hire gave me the itches. Just, oh, can, you, can y'all hear that? Oh, what is, what, what is this hire doing to me? Is this like anticipation? Is this excitement? Is this nervousness? Is this a negative feeling? I, I don't know what I'm feeling. This is just weird to me. This is weird. And you know what I said to myself? I said, hey, let me see what other hires he does. And I waited. And the week went by, no hires. Let me just remind you guys that this is 2023. 
One day in 2023, especially on social media, feels like a year. I'm going crazy over here. I don't see a single hire in a whole week. I said, all right, you know what? Instead of harping on who else he's going to bring in from his old staff, right? Oh, my God. Breaking out in hives, worrying about this. I need to see what he's done as a defensive coordinator. Oh, oh my God. I'm just getting the, the heebie-jeebies, okay? I need to see what he's done as a defensive coordinator in the NFL, right? And I'm, I'm scratching crazy. So before I start doing research online, I call my cousin. Now, Mike, why would you call your cousin? Who is he? He doesn't know anything about Steve Wilkes. Like, what the hell is that? Well, my cousin is a Carolina Panthers fan. That's where he came from. He was with the Carolina Panthers for the past couple of seasons. I call my cousin and say, hey, hey, what do you think of Steve Wilkes? He says, yeah, he was good. He was a good interim head coach. I liked him. He got the team motivated down the stretch and everything, you know, but we didn't quite have the personnel, but he, he did pretty good. 2022 wasn't bad. I said, well, what else did he do for you guys? He said, well, he was a defensive passing game coordinator and a secondary coach. I said, no, no, no. I want to know what he did as a defensive coordinator for you guys. And he said, well, I can't answer that. Well, what do you mean you can't answer that? Like, it, we're talking about Steve Wilkes here. Like, he he's our defensive coordinator. He had, to, he had to do something for you guys. He said, no, Mike. He was never a defensive coordinator for the Carolina Panthers. I came and I brought that information to the show. I never looked it up. I never once Googled it. I never did any kind of fact-finding on this. But I brought it to the show. Stupid me, right? How foolish can you be to take the word of one person, but I did that. The chat roasted me. My co-host roasted me. Twitter roasted me. I said, I'm sorry. I said, but the last time I recall him being a defensive coordinator was like a short stint with the Browns. It wasn't that good. I said, and I can't recall him being a defensive coordinator any other time except for the Panthers two years before that. And again, it wasn't that good. But everybody's telling me he is this defensive genius. He's got experience in the NFL of being a defensive coordinator because he's been coaching in the NFL. This is what they told me. He's been coaching in the NFL since 2005. Now I'm, you know, not the smartest guy. So I start counting on my hands. So five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. 11, 12, 13, 14, 15. So well, we haven't got the 23 yet. So I pull off some socks. Because uh, uh, I'm going to need some extra points to count on. Right? So I start all over again. Because I'm, I'm stupid. 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15. Now I'm counting my piggies. 16, 17, 18, 19, 20, 21, 22, 23. And I said 5 and 5 and 5. That's 15 plus another three. That's 18. 18 years of coaching in the NFL. Only two stints as a defensive coordinator? Well, that can't be right. So you know what I did? I'm going to go to Google. 
I'm gonna I'm I'm gonna go to Google. I'm not gonna take one person's word for it. I'm not gonna take my own word for it because what do I know about this guy Steve Wilkes, right? And I support my brothers, right? Wakanda forever. But I'm not gonna take my own stupid memory for it because I'm just Mike. I'm an avid fan of the NFL. I'm gonna I'm gonna go look. I'm gonna see if in the last 18 years he's only been a defensive coordinator for two of those years. Because if he was some respected defensive coordinator, he would surely have more experience than just two out of 18 years of NFL experience as a defensive coordinator. So I search his name. I type it up. Steve Wilkes. Enter. Google. Bam. All these results come up. And I say, oh, look at all these pages. Just a plethora of information. So I go right to his Wikipedia page. And Wikipedia said, Mike, you're wrong. Pleasant surprise, right? Like, this has got to be good. I was wrong. No, not a pleasant surprise. One of those 18 years, he went back to college. He was gone from the NFL. He was so not good that he was gone from the NFL. He wasn't even in the league. He went back to Missouri. No way. No way. No way that's possible. No way. So then I start to convince myself, well, you know what? It's not a big deal. We had Robert Sala, first-time defensive coordinator. We had D'Amico Ryans, first-time defensive coordinator. We got something here. I, I like this guy, and I still do. Let me be very clear. I like this guy. In fact, I really like the sprinkle he has put on the secondary so far through just two preseason games. I really, really like what I'm seeing from him. But I want to show you guys. I want to show you guys what I saw. Okay? I want to show you guys what I saw because it's not right. It's not fair. I want to show you guys what I saw. So I'm going I'm I'm to share a screen with you guys just so we are all on the same page. This is D'Amico Ryan's coaching tree. Not NFL, not NFL, not NFL, not NFL, not NFL, not NFL. Boom. I thought maybe this is it, but I didn't count that. Turns out that's not the right Washington. That's cool. Here we go. 2006. All the way down. And I'm looking for two words. Defensive coordinator. That's all I'm looking for. So I'm scrolling, I'm scrolling, I'm scrolling, I'm scrolling. Defensive backs, defensive backs, defensive backs. Assistant head coach, defensive backs. Assistant head coach, uh. Defensive coordinator. I found one. That's one. Right there. Keep scrolling. Head coach. Uh, that's two. Defensive coordinator. Missouri. Remember I told you about that one year? That outlier? There it is. There it is. I kept scrolling. Defensive pass game coordinator, secondary coach, interim head coach. And there it was again. The only times in his entire career that he is going to be in charge of the entire defense. I'm petrified. I'm shaking. This can't be right. <laughs> There's no way. 
this this can't be right. But you know what? Again, again, not worried about it. Look at what we did with Robert Sala. Zero experience as a defensive coordinator. Top three defense. Right? Took some time. Took some time, but he got there. He definitely got there. Consecutive seasons. Top three defense. And I remember when Robert Sala left. And I was a little bit worried about D'Amico. Number one defense. He did it. He did it. I liked it. But you know what those guys had that Steve Wilkes doesn't and has not had the ability to plan around or with? Nick Bosa. It's a big deal. This bothers me. This is worrisome. This is absolutely worrisome. And if I'm Steve Wilkes, I am knocking on John Lynch's door. Hey, what the fuck are you doing with my defensive player of the year? Why haven't I met this guy yet? Think about that. Just think about that. You have the defensive player of the year on your roster. Never even talk to him face to face. That means something. That was a dramatic pause. Never even talk to him face to face. I've been in, I've been with this team for months. I've been working with these guys hand in hand. This is the defensive player of the year. Never talked to him before. So I said, you know what? Okay, cool. That's fine. I went back to seeing the staff that he would bring with him from the other places of his past. I started looking at the new acquisitions for the 49ers. Anybody from Carolina? Nope. Anybody from Cleveland? Somebody's got to be here from the Cardinals when he was the head coach, right? Like he had to pass the reins down, right? Like the, the, the 49ers new coaching staff has to include somebody that was with the Cardinals back then. I couldn't find it. So, what is Steve Wilkes doing here? Let me let me let me run down the list. We'll we'll do this together. I I don't mind. I got nothing but time here. Let's do a screen share. I got nothing but time here. I just need someone from the last couple of seasons. So just go back to 2019. Four NFL seasons. Show me someone who has either been on the Panthers or the Cardinals. Just show me someone. That's that's all I want to see. I'm not worried about anything else. Panthers or Cardinals or Cleveland. That's all I want to see. We'll go back to 2018. All right. Here we go. Chris Forrester, well, he's on the offense. So, Brian Schneider, don't let me get started there. 
Okay. And here's everyone else. All right. DB's coach. Now this one, this one was a shock. Okay. This one was a shock. But here we go. It's been the previous two seasons, it's 49ers defensive backs coach. Six seasons of 49ers. Okay, so he was already here. Cool. Like that. Established guy. Secondary guy. All right. Well, James Gregg is an offensive line coordinator, tight ends coach. We're not worried about any of those guys. Assistant to the head coach. Not worried about those guys. Brian Greasy, quarterback coach, assistant offensive line coach. Not worried about any of those guys. Wide receiver coach. I'm looking for someone on the defensive side of the ball that is here that I can check out. Okay, Andrew. Let's go. Andrew Stoker. Here we go. Look him up. Andrew Stoker, second defensive quality. Okay. Previous five seasons. It's a wide receivers coach for the University of Illinois. Five seasons. And boom, I pull up. Nope. In the last five years, the only college that Steve Wilkes worked for was Missouri. Does not qualify. All right, cool. Andrew, thank you for your time. I appreciate it. Let's keep it moving. Assistant quarterbacks coach, Clay Kubiak, right? Defensive line, Chris Kosarek. Linebackers, Johnny Holland. Won't waste your time. Respected man, right? Johnny Holland's been with the 49ers. Not going to waste our time looking at that one there. Passing run game, right? Nothing. Assistant head coach. Running backs coach, Anthony Lynn. Special teams, quality control, nothing. Offensive quality control, doesn't qualify. Offensive quality control, doesn't qualify. Coaching operations assistant, doesn't qualify. Defensive passing game specialist, Nick Sorensen. Uh-oh, I think we might have something here, guys, right? 2021, he was with the Jacksonville Jaguars. Well, I'm not the smartest man in the world, but I remember running down the mental Rolodex of all the teams that Steve Volks was involved with in the NFL, and the Jacksonville Jaguars was not one of them. Won't waste your time going through Steve Wilkes' page, but cool. All right, offensive decent defensive line, Daryl Tapp. This is my guy right here. He's from Chesapeake. I like guys like this, right? He joined the 49ers after being in where? Virginia Tech. God damn it. Running backs coach, Bobby Turner. We know that already, and here's our last hope, guys. This is our last coach. This is our last hope. And when you try to click his page, absolutely nothing came up. His name didn't trigger anything. You know why? One year of experience. So I asked you guys this question here. And this is not to stir the pot. It's not to talk shit. When's the last time a guy was promoted to a defensive coordinator position without a staff around him that he was personally familiar with. Think about that before you answer. Don't just start typing responses in the chat. Don't try to say, well, D'Amico was a rookie or Robert Sala was a rookie. Yes, they were. But members of the defensive staff remained. When is the last time a defensive coordinator was hired without anyone around him that he was familiar with. I implore you guys to do some research and find out because I have not found one yet. I have not found one yet. He didn't bring a single person with him from 17 years of NFL experience. Not one guy came with him. Not one. I understand promoting from within. Shout out to Robert Sala. Let me say it again. I understand promoting from within. Shout out to D'Amico Ryans. Love those guys. Did, did, I was nervous. 
but I respected it and cool. But the surrounding staff was familiar with them. They had a mission in mind. They had a goal in mind. Steve Wilkes is all on his own. If he came in today, today, right now, and said, hey, guys, I've evaluated this team. I have looked into all the players here. I think I have a good idea of our strengths and weaknesses. I think I know what my players need, what they don't need. I see something that Robert and D'Amico didn't see. And I want to implement X, Y, or Z. What do you think the other six members of that defense are going to say? Tell you what, don't even answer that. What do you think Kyle Shanahan, the head coach, or John Lynch, the guy in charge of the roster to execute these changes, is going to say? I'll tell you what they're going to say. They're going to say, hey, hey, just keep the ship running the way it is. Our defense is just fine. Our defense is just fine the way it is. They're going to tell him, hey, work on the secondary. Show him what's going on, bro. Yusuf won. Yusuf won the tickets giveaway. I'm going to text them after the show. Yusuf won, man. What's going on, Sean? Shout out to Sean. Making dreams come true out there. Right? But what if he wants to make a significant change, guys, I want to run a 3-4 instead of a 4-3. They're going to say, whoa, 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 whoa. Hell no. You stop it. You shut your mouth. Absolutely not. You were brought here to make our secondary better. Yeah, well, guys, but I'm I'm, I'm the defensive coordinator. I, I have say over. No, 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 no. Absolutely not. No, sir, Bob. That defensive line, you don't touch them. You don't touch them. That's Chris Kosarek's job. Okay, well, I understand that, but maybe I could do something with the linebacker. No, 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 you don't. Don't you dare disrespect Johnny Holland like that. That's his wheelhouse. Your specialty is the secondary. Yeah, well, but what about, no. No what about anything. Do what you were brought here to do. Yeah, but I was hired as a defensive coordinator because we they could have blocked a parallel move. We had to promote you so they couldn't block it. Do you think it's a coincidence that all of a sudden the Amador inside-outside guy, Womack inside-outside guy, Talanoa Hufunga coming in for bl- for for blitzes. He brought over Isaiah Oliver to implement his system to these guys, and it don't look like he's going to make the team. 
we should be concerned. We should be concerned. Should we panic? Maybe not. But we have a defensive coordinator with no power who can only come in and coach to secondary. That's all he's been allowed to do. Don't take my word for it. Don't take my word for it. He's only allowed to tinker with the secondary because that's a specialty. You go through his whole history of coaching and his defensive back specialist. That's what he does, and he does it well. Let me not take anything away from Steve Wilkes. He's damn good at his job in the secondary. He's good. He's not a real defensive coordinator. They want him to come in and keep everything status quo, but find the best talent in the secondary and make them good at what they do. That's what he's here for. That's why you see so many guys moving. That's why you see so many people torn on Ambry Thomas all of a sudden. That's why you see guys like Womack and Lenore moving around in that secondary, inside, outside, outside, inside. That's his touch. It's nothing to do with the linebackers. Nothing to do with the defensive line. And then I see I see this comment here saying special teams going to be a major issue. It was always going to be a major issue. You guys think I got a problem with how Steve Wilkes was brought here? I got an even bigger problem with how Snyder was brought here. Don't take my word for it. Take Kyle's word for it. He addressed people at the state of the franchise two years ago, last year. Kyle Shanahan admitted that he texted Snyder and said, hey, we got an opening for a special teams coordinator position. You want it? And Schneider said, yeah, I'm not doing anything, sure. And just came right on in. No vetting process. No extensive interviews. He didn't say, hey, this is our special teams unit. This is our current philosophy. What would you change and what would you keep? I'm going to ask this question to five other candidates and see which one I like the most. None of that. None of that at all. One text, one response, one hire. I have been concerned since it happened. I have been sincerely concerned since it happened. Hasn't changed at all. Not trying to instill fear in anybody. Not trying to make anybody worried. But I will say this. We're going to get ready to wrap this up. It's getting late here, and I do have work in less than four. I got to be up for work in less than four hours. I will say this, and then I'm getting out of here. Kyle Shanahan was brought in to be an offensive genius, and I believe he is that. Let me be very clear what I'm saying here. I believe that the 49ers can have a top three scoring offense with any of the quarterbacks on this roster right now. 
But if that defensive unit takes a step back, if that special teams unit becomes a liability, it's going to be a long season. We're going to need a lot of help. That offense is going to have to put up 33, 34 plus points a game. And I don't think it's impossible, by the way. Let me let me be very clear here. There's four quarters of football. If we can score 1.25 touchdowns in every quarter, if we get two possessions a quarter and score on every other one, we should be okay. But we got to score touchdowns. But that defense that was number one probably won't be number one again. The defensive player of the year hasn't even re- reported to camp yet. The new defensive coordinator hasn't even met him face to face. Bobby Schneider, or whatever his name is, was hired through text. Just gifted the position. And the 49ers beat reporters, beat writers, can't even decipher which quarterback looks the best in practice. Oh. Yusuf, text me your email address, buddy. I got your number here on my phone. I need your email address so we can transfer these tickets to you. Send me your email address. That's looking ahead. As far as what I expect to see in Friday's game, we'll be bringing you guys a show on Thursday. There are other shows coming to you on Patreon this week prior to Thursday's show. So make sure you guys are there. Patreon.com slash NB9ERS. If you don't see the show, don't tell me it didn't get uploaded. Just means you weren't on the right tier. There are different tiers and they're there for a reason. Okay. I appreciate you guys. I love you guys. And I hope that this didn't come off as super negative. These are just my concerns. These are just my concerns. Because it's Niners all day over here. I'm still banking on the Niners making it to the postseason. And if I'm being completely honest with you guys, there is not a team in the NFC that I think can fuck with the 49ers. Let me be very, very clear with what I'm saying. You pick them out. The Vikings? Eh. Packers? Nope. Lions? Sorry. Eagles? Nah. Giants? Get out of here. Cowboys? SMD? No way. No way. Anybody from the NFC South, just go home. Just go home. Just go home. And we run the division. The Niners should be in the NFC Championship game this year. That's with a step back on special teams. That's with a step back on defense. <laughs> we should be fine getting out of the NFC. But can we go toe-to-toe with the teams like the Cincinnati Bengals? With the Kansas City Chiefs? The Buffalo Bills. The New York Jets. 
the Jets might be the most balanced team in the NFL this year. Most balanced. I don't think they're going to have the highest scoring offense. I don't think they're going to have a number one defense. But they could be top seven in both categories. Could we beat a team that well balanced if our defense takes a step back and our special teams unit takes a step back? You're not concerned about special teams? Hey, don't be. That's cool. But our top return man is gone. And they have no idea when he's coming back. It's just my thoughts. It's just my thoughts. Let me get to the super chats for this episode. I believe we only have one, and I think it just popped in here. Uh, So we're going to do the super chat segment. And then I'm going home, guys. I got to get some rest. I got to get to work. I had a lot of fun. I'm going to talk to Wayne. We're going to start up this daily show soon. I miss this. I absolutely miss this. All right. Uh, Super chat for tonight. Sean says, and I quote, I think Purdy actually works on what he's not good at in practice, like he should. He's better than people give him credit for. Sean, I'm going to say this again. I just said this like two minutes ago. I have faith in all three of our quarterbacks. I don't think for a second that Kyle sees something that's concerning about Brock Purdy and is just giving him the job. I don't believe that at all. I think Kyle thinks the operation works well with Brock Purdy under center. I think he believes it's rhythmic. The timing is on point, and that's all he needs to win games. Kyle is going to continue to play Madden. The only time the player has to do something off script is when a play breaks down, a receiver falls down, or an offensive lineman doesn't pick up the block. Those things will happen throughout the course of a game, but probably just three or four times a game. For those other 64 to 68 times, we're going to be pretty good. We're going to be tough to deal with. So I'm not worried about the offensive production at all. I think the Niners are going to be just fine. Better than just fine. Better than just fine. I think people are more down on Sam Darnold than they should be. I think people aren't taking into account what a system does for a quarterback. I think people are completely ignoring systems plus quarterbacks. I've only seen two quarterbacks transcend systems in the entire time of the NFL. Those two quarterbacks were Peyton Manning and Tom Brady. But both of those quarterbacks brought the system with them to where they went. Tom Brady, Patriots. He brought a quick hit system with him over there to Tampa Bay. Won Super Bowls with both teams. Peyton Manning, Brought that same quick hit, let me run the offense at the line of scrimmage like I did in Indy over here in Denver. Literally boom or bust. Made it to the Super Bowl, won Super Bowl, got boomed up out of there. The other Super Bowl looked really, really dominant. Other than that, haven't seen it. So I think it's okay. I think it's okay. I think the 49ers are going to be okay, guys. All right, but I would be lying to you if I didn't say I had concerns going forward. All right, we'll discuss it more. We'll get into more detail. I'll ask Wayne his thoughts on it. We're going to bring you guys a new show, No Harm, No Foul, a daily show coming to you guys very, very soon. 
I repeat, a daily show, midday, midday daily show. Coming to you guys from myself and Wayne, no harm, no foul. I'm going to start plugging in now. Make sure you guys have your notifications turned on. Make sure you are subscribed to both channels. And make sure that you guys are on our Patreon page, okay? That is patreon.com slash NB9ERS. I'm going to get up out of here. I love you guys. I appreciate you guys. Thank you for rocking with me, man. You guys have been nothing but incredible. But I got to get some sleep. All right? Prepare for glory. Anticipate pain. But always remain faithful. I'm out of here, guys. Peace. We all gas, no brakes, pumped up, no fakes. We spinning, we winning, we high stakes. We never miss, we all makes. Look at us dudes trying to prove, bringing you news with nothing to lose. Mike, Nick, Tony, Wayne, Method Man, we bring the pain. Hey. See, I'ma confess it. We under the pressure. If you looking to find us, we them nothing but niners.